Hello and welcome back to Black Across Reviews. I'm your host Christina. We are back for another episode, the penultimate episode of season two, part seven, written by Jesse McEwen, directed by Tucker Gates. This episode premiered 9 12 of 2018, and I gave it a 7.6 out of 10. While it did get rather interesting at the last junction, maybe 15 minutes. Most of the characters, uh, not most of the characters, there's one character in particular, I think that really brought the season down, and it's Carrie Coon, and just how she was betrayed, portrayed, and continues to be treated by our protagonist character, Harry, and it doesn't compute. So let's go ahead and jump into the recap. Heather calls Harry, who's staring at birds due to them raiding the compound. That's why she's calling them. Where for some insane reason, this bitch Vera just loves to play the victim after everything that she has admitted. She is so despicable it cannot be born and should have been arrested. Once they realize that, you know, this child is not actually maternally their, uh, that boy's mother. She did admit it to Harry, so Harry has a duty to tell everyone else like no she's not the real mother she admitted it to me she has to be arrested at that point because you don't know what happened to the real mom you just took her word for it she just up and left okay well we found a dead body the minute the dead body was found you at least should be in a holding cell for 72 hours how only harry tracking sunflower seeds to a huge pile of them no one in the house when he went missing said let me make sure he wasn't kidnapped does anyone in this house eat sunflower seeds? There's no good detective work in this town. He asked some children that are just hanging around, a lot of them, and because they tried to piss on the shitty brown camper that honked at them, they remember the van, the van being parked there. And last night, he brings the information to Heather, who puts out an Amber Alert, despite Chief disinterested in his assistance. And he was like, there's a missing child. I won't be leaving. I would have said, I don't need to work with you to be here. <laughs> Even though it is the police station. I would have said, I don't need to leave town. You're not forcing me and my department's not telling me I have to. Harry feels guilty for not believing Julian and wants to speak with a character. He continues to fucking act like she has a right for all her caudacity. Please go and die in a fire. After the story she told last episode to Harry, that also is a reason to believe, okay, we have another missing person case. There was a guy here. He's no longer here. She's all of a sudden in charge. And there was an issue where they had a debate about leadership. She should be banned from said child. She gives nothing and wants people to tell her shit. Because he's like, look, you're hurting him by not cooperating. And she's like, well, I'm not doing that because basically I'm responsible as so many people have said previously. They end up finding the van on the side of the road. Get the dogs out and find a censure, which apparently is something that nuns wear. This half of Vera is plotting and not cooperating with her lawyer, wanting Larry to be contacted. They trace the censure to a nunnery where a photo reveals Marin was posing as someone named Laura and lived here for three years until a few weeks ago after getting sober. So that was a surprise and a red herring, the person in the lake. Oh, it just was happened to be someone in the lake. 
That woman was in The Leftovers too. The woman that played the nun, wasn't she? She says the girl's father came and picked up her belongings. He had a ponytail. That basically fits the description of Larry. Why didn't they go back and arrest Larry? But she ain't got no daddy because they know she ain't got a daddy. So I don't. Marin shows up to get her son. And yep, that bitch literally stole him. Yes, I mean Vera every time I say that bitch. Because I really can't deal anymore with her. As she had no right and completely disregarded that he had a mother. How is she warranting sympathy? She needs to be jailed as she makes her leave. And Beth recognized her in that moment. Like, oh, I don't think that, you know, I've heard you've been doing drugs. I've been sober for three years. Well, I don't think it's good to interrupt his life. I've never told him about you because I thought that was best. So you just decided to assume to be his mother? No, you can still tell someone, you know what, I'm not your real mother, but I'm taking care of you because your real mother, unfortunately, was not able to do so yourself. No, you assumed the idea that this boy was your child from the moment he was born and put in your arms. You were like, I want it. I'm taking it. Beth and whomever, they agreed to reunite uh, Adam. I forgot that's his name. They had agreed to reunite mother and child since Julian had no choice. And due to his ignorance and brainwashing, murdered them. The one, And she's responsible for that. She put in motion all of these events by not letting this woman who should have really went to the police to get possession of her son because I don't care what kind of fucked up hash you got <laughs> many courts in the United States States of America is not gonna be like a mother should be completely separated from her child the woman that's been visiting him all this time turns out wasn't some evil manifestation of a monster, but his mother trying to steal him away. She's been watching him throughout this entire court proceeding. She saw on, well, in a paper what had happened. She takes Julian, who knows he isn't going to Mosswood, and reveals she's his mom, but this causes him to jump out the van and run away. It was a really fucked up way to tell him. Like, I'm going to tie you up, <laughs> but I'm your mom. I didn't want to tell you this way, but I need to tie you up. Another callback was the phone call because we didn't know who Beth was talking to. So now we know that definitely was Marin and she's the one with the storage facility. However, and this is when the episode started to get just a little bit better. She is able to apologize and explain telling him she lived at Mosswood. I know Vera didn't tell you about me. She offers him a granola bar, letting him set the pace of trusting her and not her just demanding that he trust her. She admits that she just wanted to get to know him, but if he still wants to go back in a few days, she promises she will take him. They leave the scene when their van is spotted by the police, and that's before Harry and Heather got there. To show how close they were on their trails, that was kind of especially how it ended. Harry thinks that Marin should be included in the APB, though Heather suspects she's not a danger to Julian and that she always wanted a family, thought of you as family, and you put all your emotional feelings on her that she didn't want. So there is that. <laughs> still don't know how i feel about all of that uh, can she put his anger though that she's feeling on the one person that deserve it Can someone anyone curse out 
vera walker it was vera who sent one of her minions to take laura's things and if she says my son one more time moran and julian are on a bus to somewhere vera knows where they're going i think that we yeah when julian understands more why his mom left she says look i couldn't raise you i left i got on drugs but then i got sober then i got clean and then i realized that there was this pain that i couldn't let go of and actually it was you not because you're a pain in my ass but because i couldn't be a mother to you and i do want that and if you think about it i don't know who's the father but it wasn't a consensual thing not fully then he's horrified to realize he killed the two people who were genuinely trying to help him <laughs> reunite with his mama so freaks out they get kicked off the bus and she calls heather for help saying you could just go ahead and ignore your duty break the law for me she's like no i'm sorry i can't do that but she says i am sorry and she says it's not your fault they get to the five nations motel and she makes a phone call leaving the gun unexposed to a very volatile child that just had a tantrum a few moments ago so you're still not ready to be a mom or in harry figures out where she is but just as they arrive so do other officers where on the scene they find marin shot dead from a wound to the stomach now the show wants us to think it was julian with the weapon but doubtful vera was on the move so it could definitely be her or the the ponytail guy but it also could be that guy with the mustache i forgot what his name is but that feels a little far-fetched too she keeps mentioning you don't know what you're doing you don't know what you're doing okay but if you would actually say something vera like you're the bad guy in this situation you abused a child for 11 fucking years and that's why he thought people just fizzled out in the universe like no you infringed upon his freedoms and you did not tell him the truth about his own existence and it's fucked up and i want to see her in handcuffs at the end of this fucking show and if it does not happen i'm gonna be really shitty about this whole entire season i think it's okay not great not nearly as good as the first season but i can get with the tiny little story even if i don't care about too much of it at least it all for the most part made sense but there needs to be something real concrete in this last episode one i think we definitely need to know who the daddy and we need to know if this really is a conspiracy or not so that's my thoughts on this episode you want to give feedback on our next episode which is the finale of season two blackoutcouch at gmail.com or you can leave a comment below on this podcast my social media will be there as well remember to like share subscribe until the next time peace hair grease like a magic <laughs>